I've come to realize something about myself, and maybe it's true for you as well. I enjoy being busy. Busy isn't even the best way to describe it. When I think of someone saying they're busy, I view it as an excuse or it's someone who's just life is happening to them. They're exhausted or they're trying to brag about all the things that they're doing. I prefer to say I like my days full and I just had the best summer of my life and each one of those days was about as full as you could get from about May to August, this is what a typical day looked like. I'd wake up at 5 because I had to go to work for 5.30. I'd work till 1.30 and get home, take a nap anywhere from 2 to 4. Get to teach golf at 5, teach for 2 or 3 hours till about 8. And then I'd be in the gym coaching basketball from 8.30 to 10.30. And to be perfectly honest, basically loved every minute of it. I've spoken recently about the importance of how I prioritize setting up my days and people may balk at the 5 a.m. starts and I'm not gonna lie, like getting out of bed every single day, well, six days a week at five isn't always easy, but for one, I know I can do it because I've done it so often and two, I go, I make my cup of coffee and immediately my, whatever my first job of the day is, I'm outside in fresh air and that just kind of naturally gets me up and alert and ready to, for the rest of the day. I work on an awesome crew. I have a great boss and the vibe is very similar to many of the sports teams that I've played on over the years. And on top of that, I actually enjoy the work that we do. As a golfer who works maintenance, I can't help but judge other courses maintenance work while I'm playing there. And what that does is it makes me realize that it makes me take more pride in the work that we do on our course. Plus we play there all the time. So we want it to be playing as good as possible. And over the course of the years, I've come to appreciate manual labor that that sense there's just something about working and sweating it out under the sun with a group of good guys then having a beverage after work and relaxing and on top of that we're done at 1 30. it's great i get home and that nap is crucial i'm someone who i believe that we need sleep i'm not someone who tries to run on four or five hours of sleep over the course of a month or two at a time. And I know that the nap accomplishes a few things. One, it does give me a few hours of sleep, but it's a nice reset because there was days when I wouldn't nap and I'd go to teach golf and I'd almost fall asleep at the wheel driving to the range, which one is scary. And two, I just knew I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in the optimal state of mind to then teach and be there for my students. So nap was crucial. And that brings us to teaching golf. And I probably like coaching basketball more, but I've been paid to teach golf for a whole lot longer. 
And I do my best to bring my best effort forward. I'm not going to lie, especially when we're teaching kids. There are some groups that you just want to get through. And usually this happens when there's just kids that really don't want to be there, actively don't want to be there, but are forced to be there because of their parents. And when this is the case, I do kind of the following things. One, I prioritize safety above everything else. Because the kid that's not interested is the kid that's most likely not going to be paying attention and will either hurt another kid by accident or themselves get hurt by just, like I said, not paying attention. Second thing I'll do is I'll make sure that if there's kids that really want to be there, that they have an exceptional time. So I'm not going to allow a kid who is being a troublemaker and really attention seeking to take the time away from the kid that is really keen and wants to improve. And lastly, I'm going to try my best to get that kid to come around in the time that I do give him. But I'm also not going to beat myself up if it doesn't happen. Sometimes, kind of midway through the sessions, the kid starts to enjoy it. Sometimes he doesn't. But I kind of, I do my best and then leave it at that. And then I'm off to basketball. And because of the strange circumstances of this past summer, I got to build relationships with guys that either either knew in passing or had no real relationship at all with. One thing I was really cognizant of was giving these players their own space. Basically, my rule was when they got into the gym, I needed half the gym for working out the guys that wanted to work out with me, but the other gym was free to do their own thing. There was no pressure to work out with me. They were allowed to if they wanted to, but if they didn't, they want to get their own reps up, etc. Gym is more than open for your use. And I think by one kind of marking out my space, but allowing them to choose that I gained more respect from them than if I were to say that they were, if, if you were using my gym, you did my workouts. One of the benefits that came of that is I simply got to watch the best players in the city work and they were unbelievable in teaching some of my younger guys that came through and taking them under their wing because when they would communicate an idea they were explaining it in a way that it wasn't from their understanding of film that they were confident in what they were teaching they had actually seen it at the, both the university and the professional levels it was an environment that I was energized every time I walked into the gym, no matter if I'd worked, what would it have been 11 hours at that point, I was ready to go for another two. Once lockdown procedures were put back into place, I found myself with days on end of no plans, really. This isn't good for me. I described the lockdown in spring as if a teacher or a professor had given you all the assignments to complete by term end. That's bad enough because most of us will procrastinate if that's the case. But worse is we didn't even know when term end was. So I had all these possibilities of what I could do, all this time to do it. And because of that, I ended up doing none of them. I spent probably about a week 
in a funk that was just kind of related to this inaction of not doing anything. And finally I got sick of it. And that's when I started to speak out goals that I wanted to accomplish each day, which made me leave that state of inactivity and move into action. That allowed me to create a routine that would allow me to go through the day and by day's end, I'd be able to look back at it and be happy with myself that it was a product, productive, that it was a productive day. I almost felt like an employee for myself. So here's the routine that I've settled into. I wake up before eight o'clock and 8 a.m. is kind of an arbitrary number, but I know that if I sleep till eight, I've gotten enough sleep and anything longer than that is me just trying to be comfortable staying in bed for no particular reason at all. The first thing that I'll do is I'll make myself a cup of tea and I'll read for anywhere between 20 minutes and an hour, kind of depending how engaged I get with the book. Books that I'm reading uh, are all books that are putting me into a productive state of mind. Recently, I read Golf is Not a Game of Perfect by Bob Rotella. I read the Go-Giver series, which I highly recommend. And currently I'm rereading Think and Grow Rich. Depending on the day and how I'm feeling, I'll either have breakfast before I read or right after. Then I go into my mobility work. And this is a program that I trialed and aired and got some advice from my buddy, Matt Koning of Alliance Athletics. And this takes me about half an hour to 45 minutes. All the while I listen to videos from a YouTube channel called Success Chasers. And basically what they do is they take speeches or lectures and they cut them into 10 minute highlight reels. And what this does is it just continues to put me into a frame of mind of being productive and striving for striving to do cool stuff and not settling for a mediocre day. The combination of the words and the great background music that they have during it, I get, I get pretty fired up to get on with the rest of my day. Once I finish that, then I get into journaling. And that's when I write out whatever thought has been reoccurring over the last day or two. Usually I'll put on some classical music at this point to just fill the, fill the space with a little bit of noise. And I continue to write until I feel that I have, I've properly digested that thought and I've organized it and I've put it into words that I think sum it up. Fun fact is I actually don't edit these very much. So it, these are all basically stream of conscious writing. Depending how long it takes to write out the script for that day, I may have some extra time and I'll either play piano downstairs or I'll play a game or two of FIFA. And the reason for this is the next thing on my agenda is I go running. And I've been waiting till about noon to run because that's been when it's, when it's been the warmest and the sun's kind of shining directly down. And I've really enjoyed this practice of running. I haven't been, 
I've stopped being competitive in tracking how far I'm running or how long it's taking. And I'm just enjoying being outside and just using it as an outlet to either clear my head or think new thoughts without striving to reach a certain time. When I run, I always listen to cinematic music, the scores of movies. And it's one of the, it's one of those things that those, those movies have, movies have such great soundtracks that elicit so many emotions that while I'm running and I'm listening to it, I almost feel as if I'm in my own movie. And that's the, the soundtrack of me in the, the training montage. Like today, Duel of the Fates came on on this random spot, the Spotify playlist. And who's not going to get fired up listening to Duel of the Fates? I get home from my run, I shower, I eat, and my breakfast and lunch are basically the same every day. Breakfast is a healthy portion of oatmeal with peanut butter and fruit mixed in there. And lunch is usually bacon and eggs. After that, I'll film whatever journal entry that I put out. I will go directly into editing it. And while I export it, then I'll go play some more music or play another game of FIFA. Then it's time to upload it. And the upload process is putting it on YouTube and Spotify, creating a thumbnail, creating a preview clip on Instagram. I wrap all that up post it. And then the only things that are left for me to do that day are something basketball related, which is usually doing some film work and working out. Most of the time I'm done all of this stuff by about five or six. And that leaves me the rest of the evening to either hang out with my roommate, watch a movie, play more Xbox, play more music. I allow just whatever kind of I want to do at that point after six or seven, because I've accomplished all the, I've accomplished all that I wanted to accomplish that day. I am definitely looking forward to getting back to work, but for now I am going to do my best to stick to this routine. I really dislike the feeling of going to bed and feeling like I wasted a day and this is a routine that I've been able to keep up for a couple weeks now, and it allows me to go to sleep looking back, thinking I had a good day and that tomorrow is going to be another one.